European stocks are trading lower. Britain's FTSE 100 has declined by 0.1%. Germany's DAX is 0.3% down. And the CAC 40 in France is flat. Looking at the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,082 and platinum at $972 an ounce. The price of Brent crude oil is at $55.35 a barrel. Morning Talk on SAFM. All right, now we focus our attention now on uh, the issue the issue of higher education preparation. Where are we going wrong? But before we even go there, uh, the President of the Republic of South Africa, President J- Jacob Gedele-Segisazuma, is on the line. He wants to talk about PJ Powers, who was on the forum at 8 uh, an hour ago with Sakina Gamwendo. President, good morning to you, sir, and thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much, my brother. I sorry to, to, to interrupt your program. I, I couldn't make it uh, with Akina Commando earlier. <coughs> I just wanted to make a comment, okay. uh, social comment really, not, not political comment. Yes, you are <laughs> a citizen after all. <laughs> yes, uh, because I was appreciating uh, the program. <coughs> I, I think yesterday... Was it yesterday? It could be yesterday or day yesterday. Uh, she had uh, uh, Joe Trollo yes. on, on Sobuwe. Robert Sobuwe, yes, sir. Yes, and I appreciated it because uh, it's important that uh, this important uh, public broadcaster helps people to understand and shape and influence people because it does influence people in one way or the other. <clears throat> uh, much as... Uh, 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 George Rollo is my colleague and comrade. Uh, you know, ANC and the PAC have nice <coughs> sparring matches uh, historically. <laughs> there, were, there were one or two points I would have taken up, but I thought it was not necessary. It was important that we give uh, 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 President Sobugwe the right, and then people should know who was Sobugwe. Uh, and, and, and I think the callers were very... Uh, enthusiastic about it. Now, I, I appreciated it. I said, well, I'll tell her one day that that is good. Have more of that. Today, uh, she had uh, PJ Power. And, and, and you could hear how the South Africans were happy. And I was going to just say, please keep it up. Uh, because uh, I, I, I listen to this every morning, rest assured. Uh, much as I don't phone, uh, for for obvious reasons, of course. <laughs> and I was so happy because I was saying, at times we are subjected to very negative uh, criticisms and counter-criticisms. Uh, and, 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 and just to hear people, how happy they are, how much they they feel that South Africa is good, etc., I, I was really very happy. And I just wanted to make that little comment to say, if uh, 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 <clears throat> would do this uh, more often than once in a while, just to make all of us happy. Uh, when, when, when PJ emerged, as you know, we were struggling. People might think that we're not uh, keeping company of what she was doing. We're listening. It was also refreshing to us as we, as we were in very difficult conditions. There are many of such uh, talented South Africans who have made a contribution 
she made a contribution particularly because she was white and she was really, uh, in a sense, crossing and, and linking the two, uh, 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 what were, were, was, was looked at by those who looked at things superficially, as if it was a struggle between black and white. But she was one of those from the cultural point of view uh, to link the two societies and really make also an example that we can we can be together and and be in culture together and be happy together uh, it's an important thing and i was very happy with the compliments that people gave to her that was just my little comment i wanted to make real i'm sorry to have interrupted your program whilst you are dealing with more important matters just to take this ordinary fellow from Kanja, who... <laughs> <laughs> more, more than anything, Mr. President, it will be more honouring if you will be agree, if you agree to talk to us, not on political matters, but you come and, 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 and join us for an hour, perhaps, and talk about issues like this. You take you find it interesting to talk about PJ powers and cultural matters. You perhaps you would agree to talk to us on such matters. No, we can. We can. At some, uh, I would be very happy just to talk as a South African because that's what I take myself first as rather than any responsibility given to me. Uh, I, I'm sure at, at, at the right time we could do it and I could talk about what was my understanding about uh, such activities, cultural issues, Indeed. how they contribute to nation building, etc., etc. That would be wonderful. All right. My people will talk to your people and we'll make it happen, Mr. President. Okay. Thank That's you very wonderful. much. Great. Thank you very much for your opportunity and time. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye. All right. That was the President of the Republic of South Africa, President Jacob Zuma, talking about what Sakina had done in her program and referencing also the conversation she had about uh, uh, Robert Mangalusa Sobukwe, uh, a feather of her cap. I hope she's listening. If not, uh, we'll cut this up and have her put in a CD or something. All right, we'll take a break and come back and focus now, as we had planned, to talk about higher education preparation. Are we doing something wrong? Where exactly are we going wrong? Nelson Mandela. How will you change your community in honor of Madiba? SAFM, the power to make a difference is in all of us. Sick of always missing your favorite SAFM shows? Well, now you don't have to. We have a free podcast service that allows you to access them directly from your cell phone, PC or tablet whenever and wherever you're ready to listen. Go to safm.co.za and click on podcast. This takes you to the SAFM page on iono.fm. Follow at iono.fm on Twitter or like it on Facebook for regular updates. You never have to miss your favorite shows. SAFM podcast powered by iono.fm. It took decades for South Africa to have the constitution it has today. today. The least we can do is take a few seconds to understand it. Section 32 of the Bill of Rights states that everyone has the right of access to any information held by the state and any information held by another person, and that is required for the protection protection of any rights. SAFM. We can't put a price on our constitution, but we can remind you about its infinite worth. And that's what makes us South Africa's news and information leader. Morning Talk on SAFM. We hear from uh, Dr. Alan Cliff about why he thinks that most of the young people who matriculate in South Africa 
and qualify on paper, on paper, underline on paper, to apply to study further. They simply aren't ready for the rigorous work of university work or university education. It would appear as though while they will have had all the points required to enter the university world, it doesn't seem as though those points represent their actual readiness to be at university. Dr. Alan Cliff is a senior lecturer in higher education, Center for Innovation and Learning and Teaching at the University of Cape Town. Good morning to you, Dr. Cliff, and thank you very much for joining us. Dr. Cliff, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, good, morning. good morning to you. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. What exactly is the matter here? Where are we going wrong? Okay, um, if I can just sort of situate the, the, the work that we're reporting at the moment, it's, it's just to be clear for everybody listening that we're talking about applicants to higher education, so not sort of all school leavers. We're talking about a particular subset of, of people leaving school. And what we have been uh, looking at over the last few years is the extent to which these students are ready to cope with the typical writing, reading, and reasoning demands they will face in the language of instruction in higher education. And what we've discovered through this recent work over the, well, over the last five or more years now, we've discovered that quite a number of, of applicants to higher education are not, are likely to be uh, in need of additional academic support, i.e. additional to the, the conventional curriculum that they will be faced with in higher education. So is it because the secondary, senior, junior and all the metric uh, preparations are not sufficient for higher education? I mean, in this particular context that I'm talking about here, we're, we're thinking specifically of the of a sort of process dimension. So, so we're not saying that. Uh, I mean, we know the school syllabus consists of a uh, series of, of subject areas, and and therefore has a content uh, dimension and emphasis. But what we're picking up is that at the process level, in other words, the level of people being able to. Uh, read actively and critically, being able to uh, uh, think through and reason with academic arguments. It's that level that we're talking about that students appear to be struggling with, um, well, at least sort of roughly two-thirds of, of the applicant pool, shall we say. So, so it's, it, it suggests to us, uh, at, at least at one level, that, the, that where, where schools are teaching the more process-oriented dimensions, uh, i.e. including both the content and uh, things like reasoning skills and um, uh, and, and uh, re ability to read critically and so on, those those particular students are are, are seem to be okay and seem to be cope seem to be uh, have the requisite skills in place when they when they access higher education, but it seems like there's a vast number of students who are not at that level when they when they finish school. All right. Now, when we look at this whole idea of readiness for university yes. education, yes. is it possible that perhaps there is a great chasm, a great distance that needs to be bridged either by yeah. bridging courses at universities, which they would say they're already doing? Yeah, that, that's that's kind of what we're talking about. It is, in essence, about a gap. Um, but let me just be, be, be clear. Um, there's... there's 
there's going to be a gap anywhere. I mean, the whole the whole purpose of higher education is to attempt to bridge the gap between school school education and and tertiary education. So, so that's that's to be expected. But what what our work is uh, the implications of our work is are that that we need to be looking. We need to be going further. And yes, bridging bridging type courses might be useful useful mechanisms, but. I think we well certainly what 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 I'm arguing in in my recent work is that this is much more about some kind of embedded and and integrated curriculum and I'm not the only person who's saying this by the way quite a number of people have have been making those points over quite a number of years so what we're saying is when for example institutions say but they already have these mechanisms in place maybe what it is is, is to have a very critical look at the kinds of mechanisms that are, that, are, that are in place in higher education and decide whether they're really truly effective and the general sense is that the most effective kinds of interventions will be embedded in discipline context. In other words, if you're going to teach students to become doctors or engineers or lawyers or uh, whatever that happens to be, the, the kind of support that is going to be needed is going to have to be embedded within the content of the actual curriculum that they're taking and not that they're taking, not some kind of add-on mechanism or some sort of additional support mechanism that, that, that is meant kind of to fix them up and then sort of put them back in the mainstream curriculum. Certainly that's that seems to be what what is, especially if the scope of the problem is as big as it seems to be at the moment. We can't be looking at some kind of model. We're looking, I think, for something that's much more integrated and embedded in curricula. We're having this conversation right now, almost mm-hmm. as though that this is something that has just been picked up, and yourself, with the work that you do, is it something that mm-hmm. is new to the eyes of people who are looking into educational matters in South Africa, or is it something that has always been known that you're just highlighting? Yeah, no, it's not, it's not a new issue. I think what, 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 why there's a sudden interest now is that we've just released this data suggesting that the, that the scope of the problem is quite large. Um, uh, you know, so, so maybe that's why there's a kind of heightened interest at the moment. But as I said, plenty of my colleagues have also talked about uh, extended programs. Um, there, there are models on that or provi- uh, proposals on the table now for extended uh, curricula becoming the norm in higher education in this country. So, that, so it's not a new issue. But what I think we're trying to highlight at the moment is that higher education needs to be responsive, and it needs to be responsive to a, at, at a level or to a scale that perhaps we hadn't anticipated up to now and certainly the additive model in 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 my view is is not the is not the most appropriate or possibly even the most effective way of addressing some of the the, the scale of these issues all right stand by sir i want to take some calls for you for those who would like to join in the conversation this is the time 0891-104207 if you'd like to send a text message you could send it to 34701 don't forget each text message will cost you two rand. We're talking higher education. What do you believe is the problem? You, as an individual South African, perhaps you're also in the education industry. You love education or you have children that you're concerned about who are to enter the university world.